Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Comes Back to Love. This is your host, Sheena E, and I'm back. I'm so sorry for the little break in between. I think I'm starting to do podcasts bi-monthly or whatever. So it is what it is. I'm trying to be consistent, but I think it makes more sense if I just commit myself to bi-monthly because with um my check job, meaning my theater career picking back up and me trying to focus on this possible um, new product launch and just me living my motherfucking life committing to every week has been so fucking hard. So if I can do it every week, I will. If not, y'all definitely gonna hear from me twice a month. I hope, I think that's fair. I want to, um, get right into some topics cause I haven't been here. It's so much stuff has happened. Um, I don't want to go backwards and like try to think about all the shit that I want to talk about before that I didn't get it, didn't get a chance to, but I want to start with the men and I want to start with the notion that, um, let me rephrase that. Not the notion. There's a trend, um, rest in peace to the gentleman, Mr. Samuels, who passed away a few weeks ago, who constantly had the internet in a frenzy, was constantly begging on women, telling women, um, that um how to how to attract a top tier man and how women are too old and how love won't find you after 35 and all these innuendos and to be clear I'm not a fake bitch I tell y'all the truth all the time I'm never faking moves <coughs> sorry hopefully that's my only cough I really been working on my allergies but anyway I don't follow him I didn't never follow him I never watched any of his content I did glance over there at a few of the interviews after his death and I saw a trend of two things one I think women are delusional overall um y'all know I come at y'all about y'all delusion when it comes to relationships I come at y'all about y'all delusion when it when it as it comes to like dating and and just like but some of the women who put themselves in position to be belittled by him they were just simply delusional so we won't go there but I think I told y'all this before way earlier in podcast how I'm not really fond of men that try to tell women how to attract men or men that try to tell women, you know, that's pointing the finger at women like, you don't deserve this. You won't ever get that. We remember the other nigga who was trying to tell y'all what to do and how to be a good woman and whole time was cheating on his bitch. So there's been a long record of black men, especially who um, are full of shit who get on the internet and try to belittle black women and nine times out of 10, they came from a black pussy. So I don't get it. But all of that to say, fellas, if you're listening, ladies, share this with the men in your life who have ever made you feel unworthy, less than not worth all that shit. Y'all niggas be washed up too. Y'all niggas be the last on the totem pole too. Y'all niggas is picked. For the team last two, like, we're talking about women all the time. We always trying to tell women, oh, you got to be pretty. You got to be young. You got to have the best hair. You got to have good skin. You can't have a gut. You got to have a big ass. You got to have nice perky titties. You got to have this. You got to have that. And then you can't be older because there's no hope for you after you get a certain age. But, oh, and this is the biggest part of it. Oh, you can't have kids. No man wants a woman with kids. No man wants to date a woman with multiple baby daddies. Nobody wants to date a woman who doesn't have a fucking 
um, scope their body. No man wants to date a woman who don't have this. Listen, y'all niggas be running late too. Because to be clear, no woman wants to date a man who's stingy. No woman wants to date a man who can't keep his dick hard. No woman wants to meet a man who's selfish. No woman wants to date a man who doesn't fucking plan dates. No woman wants to date a man with multiple motherfucking baby mothers. Where is the shame on niggas? There's no shame pushed on niggas. Y'all niggas could be washed up too. Y'all could be the trash too. Y'all could be 44, single, never been married, six kids, fucking mediocre motherfucking income. Y'all can be all of that too. So let's stop trying to make women feel like we got to fucking work so fucking hard. We got to push. We got to push. We got to be pretty. We got to have a flat stomach. We got to do all of this shit. You got to know how to cook, bitch. You better know how to fuck, bitch. You better know how to do all of this shit. But you niggas don't bring nothing to the table either. I am very well versed in dating. I've dated everything from fucking young niggas do hustle on the corner to the top tier of niggas to business owners to athletes to professional fucking entertainers to porn stars to all of that shit. And there's never been so much shame put on women for our age, for our physical appearance, for our past. You niggas fit the fucking description too. Y'all fit the description too. You can be washed the fuck up. I could line all my successful single girlfriends up. And the way I define success may be different from how you define success. Unfortunately, the way that I measure success is my women who hold it down, who have sustained themselves physically attractive, financially stable, not bitter, have positive mindsets, God-fearing, just all-around good women, okay? And beauty is an eye to beholder. So I, I think that the women close in my life are all at least six, six or sevens. I know some tens, but you feel me? Like relatively attractive women, very successful women. I can line them the fuck up and ask them what qualities they don't want in a man. And trust me, it's going to mirror the same shit you niggas think that y'all don't, don't want in a woman. Don't no woman want to date no nigga with seven fucking kids. What happened? When I meet guys, y'all know I hate dating men with kids. Okay. And sidebar, every time I home girls have an issue with one of their niggas and it, and it got to do with a baby. I look at them and I say, bitch, this is why I don't date men with kids. But anyway, what the fuck was I about to say? Oh, yeah. Anytime I meet guys with children, right? If I meet guys with children, um, chef, the chef nigga that I fuck with off and on, you know, he has children, but he has um, like a bestie type of relationship with the one baby mom. I don't know what the situation is with the other baby mom. But he's a relatively good father, considering. Um, That's another thing, ladies. Sidebar number two. If you are going to date men with children, right? If you are going to date a man with a child, date a man who's taking care of his responsibilities. Because karma don't give a fuck how long you knew that nigga. You will be mixed up in his bad karma. You're going to be wondering why you didn't get that job offer. You're going to be wondering why your fucking tire just got flat. You're going to be wondering why your pussy got fucking BV and you ain't never had BV in your life. You know why? Because you're fucking with that loser who don't take care of his motherfucking kids. Any man you deal with, you catch his karma. Whenever I meet men with children, one, I make sure, like, okay, Chef, Chef Bay. 
he's a good dad. You know, he has a couple kids. It's annoying. My boyfriend has two children, but his two kids is like from extreme fucking circumstances. Like if I told you all the story, penetration volume two, you'll hear it. If I told you the story, you would be like, God damn. So like he gets a pass. Chef nigga gets a pass. A nigga with like a 16 year old son gets a pass. Maybe if he check now the passes that I give is because you check all the other boxes. Right off the bat, having kids is a red flag for me. Ah, I just met a nigga with like five kids. <sighs> five kids, good sex. <sighs> what the fuck am I going to do? But anyway, we'll, we'll, I'll figure that out later. But five kids, good sex. What the fuck am I going to do? Granted, all his kids is older, but still, y'all know I'm like, please eat this pussy wrong so I can have a reason to leave your ass alone. But anyway, any of my successful girlfriends... They don't want to date men with multiple kids. Anytime you get involved with men with children, well, especially me, I want to know every fucking detail. I want to know, especially if they got more than three kids. If a man is in his late 30s, 40s, even 50s with three children and he never married none of the bitches that he had kids with, that is a fucking red flag. So back to my point, men are washed the fuck up too. That soiled dick. Done been in countless bitches role. Six of them hoes got pregnant. Six of them dumb bitches was delusional enough to think it was going to be different for them. Mind you, if he is, if he do got six kids, we, we give him a pass. We give him a pass based on the fact that he's a good dad. That means he paying six fucking child supports. He probably don't got enough money to buy you a motherfucking how to sniff it, girl. What movie is that? <laughs> oh, that's, um... That's Players Club when she be like, you ain't going to make enough money to get you a Honda Civic. But anyway, that nigga's not going to have enough money to take you on no lavish fucking vacations. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Segue into what the fuck else I want to talk about. Y'all got to get out of your fucking mind. Okay, story time. So I just was telling you about the nigga with a bunch of kids that got good sex, right? We love that. We love the good sex, whatever. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. When I was <clears throat> doing my background history on a motherfucker. Somebody told me that he was selfish, right? And 10 years ago, telling me that a guy was selfish would turn me off. Because I would immediately attribute that to, oh shit, he ain't gonna buy me no Gucci sneakers. Oh shit, we ain't gonna be able to go to Capitol Grill. Oh shit, he ain't gonna be able to um, toss me a couple dollars when I go to Miami with my girlfriends. Right. But it's 2022. And this is something that if you are single, if you are... Single, right the mingle, you want some hot girl shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are a girl like me. All of my girls that listen to my podcast, y'all can read between the lines. If you are the type of girl who likes to luxuriate, who likes to date, have fun, have a good time, you used to niggas paying your tab, you just, all of that. Let me give y'all, this wasn't even on my list, but because I said that one sentence, it made me want to segue to this. So I want y'all to pay close attention to the next couple minutes of conversation, okay? I want you to pay very close attention. And I want y'all to write this shit down, rewind it, pause it, stop it, share it. Do whatever you need to do to get this game, okay? It is 2022, okay? Before I get into detail, we are specifically talking about black and other minority men and women. Okay, I'm thinking of myself. I'm 39 for the next 40 something days. So I'm talking to women that are 35 and older. We are we are talking about men who are 35 and older who have came from not necessarily is he still in, but
but came from an urban background, right? I'm not talking about the lawyers and trained athletes. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about men in our demographic who have probably survived a drought or two, okay? It's 2022. Any man, black man, who has been able to sustain himself financially, emotionally, mentally. This man is quintessential black available bachelor, okay? He has his own place. We're not going to get into whether he got kids or not because that's irrelevant. He has his own place, right? He's been able to sustain himself. Maybe he owns a business. Maybe he has a barbershop and... um. He used to sell drugs, but now he got a barbershop or some a couple trucks. Or maybe he has a job. Maybe he's a fucking lawyer now. Maybe he's a fucking scepter driver with a side hustle. Maybe he's a fucking mailman with a, with a pension coming one day. All of these things, okay? It's 2020 fucking two, right? This man used to be in the street. Maybe he did five years in the feds in the 90s. He came home. He sustained himself. He's on his feet. In 2022, a motherfucker is going to be selfish. I expect a little bit of selfishness. And why I say that is because, bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? Fuck this shit that they showing you on Instagram. Fuck these bitches who buy their own pocketbooks and post it. Oh, thank you, daddy. Daddy is they self, okay? Daddy is that fucking Amex. Daddy is that fucking credit card. Daddy is they fucking self. And even if they do got a nigga, he's probably a scammer or doing something hella illegal or these bitches is getting shit on a 40, 30% off discount and they're piping it and making it seem like it's more than what it is. And I'm not saying that there's not 2% of people who actually out here fucking with boss as rich ass niggas that just want to spoil a bitch. But what I'm saying is this, in 2022, expect a man to be a little selfish. Now, am I saying he's not supposed to do shit for you? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you might have to work a little bit fucking harder for the gifts and the trinkets because times are fucking changing. Niggas is not out here hand to hand and niggas not the 80s, baby. Niggas is not out here making fucking $5,000 a fucking day on the streets. Niggas is not out here caking, making 20 racks a week. I fucked with top tier scam niggas. I fucked with top tier drug dealers. One of my ex-boyfriends was a top tier drug dealer. When we was fucking around with each other, it wasn't nothing for me to ask him for $2,500, $1,000, whatever, which these days is equivalent to asking for $5,000 because we know these days $1,000 today is equivalent to fucking $3,000 back in the day, okay? So I fucked with top tier drug dealers that used to give me buku money whenever I asked for it. And when he came home from the feds and we was, you know, we got back around each other, I had to accept that little petty ass 500, that 550, that 650, that car note payment or whatever the fuck he was willing to contribute to my well-being because it's not like that anymore. These niggas are selfish. And if I was 42 and I survived the drought and I own my own house and I have a luxury car and I have a couple household bills to pay and I like a bad bitch, I'm going to be a little bit selfish too, bitch. Yeah, we can go out to dinner. When it's your birthday, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, I got you. But, bitch, it ain't the times of that. I don't give a fuck who y'all follow. Stop being fucking fool. It's fucking lies and it's delusional. Motherfuckers are selfish in 2022. I'm selfish in 2022. This pussy ain't for everybody. No. No. I'm selfish. I'm not going to every fucking dinner date that's offered to me. I don't feel like being around that low vibrational energy. And I don't feel like being feeling obligated to be busting my legs open for a nigga because I'm selfish too. Times are a fucking changing, bitch. So don't tell me no nigga is selfish. He's going to be selfish. They're going to be selfish. 
But also sidebar to that part of it. Just because a nigga don't give you shit. Don't mean that nigga not going to give me shit. And this is a, another thing I wanted, I wanted to talk about today. Mind your motherfucking business. As women, we need to learn how to mind our motherfucking business. It don't got nothing to do with you to be worrying about what the fuck somebody got going on in their personal relationships. As a friend, if I call you and I put you in my motherfucking business, listen and then shut the fuck up. Unless I open the floor for fucking suggestions. Mind your motherfucking business. Y'all be worrying about the wrong shit. Why this bitch got this? Who got this shit for this? These motherfuckers is posting pictures. You don't know what these bitches is going through to maintain these fucking Instagram lifestyle. You don't know how much dick they sucking. You don't know how much ass whoopers they get. You don't know if these bitches is hot and black eyes under they photoshopped ass pictures. You don't know what the... Mind your motherfucking business. You busy worrying about who, what, when, where, how. That's none of your motherfucking business. Mind your fucking life. Because as the old saying says, go sit and everybody throw they, what it was, throw all our problems in the middle of the table. I bet you snatch yours back the fuck up. We always worrying about shit that don't got nothing to fucking do with us. Always. It never fucking fails. Mind your motherfucking business. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your fucking business. When it comes to relationships, if your homegirl is coming to you, asking you um, your opinion, you give them a wholehearted good opinion. And don't be no fucking hater. Because, see, this is, I never experienced this because I don't really, like, I got, like, two, three main friends and my sister who I might run something by. But I learned early on what bitches is for me and what bitches is not. And I could be around a bitch for years and she really not even fucking know me because, bitch, I'm not telling you bitches everything. I'll tell a bitch, oh, I want this pocketbook. Next week, the bitch got the pocketbook. I don't like shit like that. I don't like stuff like that. But I'm saying all that to say, I don't often allow people in my relationships like that, but that's just me. I know a lot of us, we friends with people and we get involved, our family members, we get involved in their relationships and stuff like that. But we got to learn how to mind our motherfucking business. It's not none of your business. Your homegirl, baby father, what she got going on with this, what they got going on with that. Granted, they might ask you for your opinion, but give a soft opinion and then step the fuck out the way. Because guess what? That same bitch that's asking you, oh, Rob, he be playing me, girl. He cheating on me, girl. I don't know. Fuck that nigga. I'm going to leave that nigga alone. Bop, 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 bop. Oh, I ain't fucking with Rob no more. Fuck him. The whole time she on the phone spilling her fucking tea about Rob, she texting Rob. Baby, please. I'm sorry, baby. Baby, please. Ba 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 ba. So while she on the phone thinking, cause a lot of women, we so fucking worried about how it's going to appear to other people. We so busy worrying about, oh, I don't want to look like a sucker. But these is your girlfriend, so we really need to evaluate our friendships. But anyway, you don't want to be looked at a certain way. You don't want nobody to judge you and all that. So on the phone with you, the bitch acting strong as balls. Fuck him. I don't want to be with him. Fuck him. He cheated on me. Fuck him. He didn't give me money. Oh, my God. He didn't buy me that bag. She going to say it to you. But she really on the other on the text while she on the phone with you. Texting, begging Rob to come the fuck back. So when Rob come back after she done vented to you, you done gave all this. Yeah, fuck him, girl. He never was no good. Oh, yeah, fuck him. He cheated. Da, 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 da. And then she go back to him and you look real stupid. Listen and then mind your business. Listen and then mind your business. Okay? Because guess what? Motherfuckers are going to do whatever 
they want to do. They're going to keep doing whatever they want to do. And it is none of your motherfucking business. Over the age of 35, we got to get in the, in the mind frame of doing what's best for us. And in doing so, you may lose some friends. And in doing so, you might gain some new friends. And in doing so, you'll get, gain a perspective about who you really are. Because I feel like at this age, 35 plus, you should know exactly who you are. You should know your triggers. You should know what you like. You should know what you don't like. And I'm not saying those things aren't subject to change. With life. With life, we go through things. So I might like bacon and eggs every day until I'm 32. And then all of a sudden, eggs make me sick. So I can't eat bacon and eggs no more. You feel what I'm saying? So things are subject to change with age. Things are subject to change with, you know, just general, I don't like this anymore. And that's okay. We are allowed to to shift our mindset and shift our likes and dislikes. But at this age, you should be well aware of who you are. What you bring to the table, what you what you require, what you want to tolerate, and that shit has to be established outside of your friendships, outside of your family, and you have to be very confident with the choices that you're making. Like me, I'm very comfortable alone. I don't like to be alone, but I'm very comfortable alone, and I mean like as far as like having a bunch of people around me, having a bunch of friends around me. I'm very comfortable. I can go to the mall alone. I can go eat alone. I can travel alone. I can do all of those things alone because I know and I've had experiences with people throughout my life where people will be dying to get to know me, dying to be around me. And for whatever reason, oh, I love Sheena. She's so blunt. She's so real. But but my realness and my bluntness and my openness and my and, you know, the fact that I will be there. I am um, confident enough to be candid about what I like sexually, what I like, you know, I talk my shit the way I talk my shit. That could be the same reason that a motherfucker don't want to be around me. And I'm okay with that because I, in my, in my, in my twenties, maybe, uh, maybe, I don't even really ever remember being the type of person that tries to like change who I am to fit in with people. Cause I could give a fuck. So we have to start adapting a zero fucks given attitude as it regards our own personal happiness and you know, our sexual wellness and the things that we want and the things that we don't want to tolerate, etc. But I also want to want to remind y'all before I move on to mind your business. Stop letting what other people tell you because people will switch up in five minutes. Your girlfriend will call you and cry about her nigga and will that same night be sucking his dick. Mind your business. Just listen. Just listen. And two, while we're listening, if you are just listening and it's becoming draining and it's just like, damn, bitch, like every Tuesday you calling me to tell me about Ryan Ryan and y'all bullshit, but every Wednesday y'all back together. If you feel like you're being used and you feel like you're being on an emotional roller, being taken on an emotional roller coaster, tell that friend, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your niece, tell your aunt, listen, you're getting on my motherfucking nerves. I don't want to hear about your um relationship woes anymore. It's too fucking much. It's too much for me. I don't want to hear about it no more. Girl, you wearing me the fuck out. Set boundaries. We too motherfucking old to just be letting people treat us any kind of way, do anything the fuck they want to do to us, and fill our fucking 
you not gonna stress me the fuck out, bitch. I'm telling you that from the ripo. It ain't a bitch alive that's gonna stress me the fuck out. And then turn around and be right back with the nigga that you've been crying up on about the whole fucking month on my phone. Cause those those friendships that turn on you for real. I know y'all might not have been there, but trust me, I've been there where I'm such a loyal friend. I become a slave to my loyalty. I'm so loyal. I'm listening to my girlfriend gripe and moan and bitch and moan and complain about her relationship so much. I'm help. I'm the scapegoat for her cheating. Oh, we going out of town really to see one of her niggas, but I'm letting her throw me under the bus. I'm letting her throw me under the bus. And then what that did was that fucked up my reputation because her wife knows people. I mean, her, <laughs> anyway, her significant other knew people. So if you don't, if you throw me under the bus and you're making me out to be this like wild, ostentatious person, and I am wild a little bit, but everything wasn't on me, okay? I'm taking one for the team. I'm being such a loyal to the soil ass friend. You're telling your wife or your husband or whoever that your friend, oh, she always, oh, oh, he got a bunch of bitches. You telling all this pillow talking, all this stuff that you're doing. You're making, when your husband or wife or whatever speaks to other people as it regards your friend, what you think they're going to say? Oh, no, don't, uh-uh, no. My wife, yeah, she cool with Sheena, but I don't fuck with Sheena, man. They traveling every weekend. That bitch got a bunch of niggas. She fucking a whole gang of niggas. The next thing you know, I got this other reputation that I don't even know about. I got other motherfuckers that I'm not even close with forming opinions about me based on some shit that you said, that the, that the, that the mate said. I ain't doing that no more. Because I just was telling my best friend, I'm like, if your husband didn't like me, or if, or if you mess with somebody, you in a, in a tight relationship with somebody that's like, oh, I don't really like Sheena. I don't care for her. It's your responsibility to make the pendulum shift. You, It's your responsibility to make your husband, your mate, your aunt, your uncle, your mom, your dad fall in love with me the way you fell in love with me. Because that's what I'm doing about my friends. First of all, it ain't a nigga alive that could come in my life and try to shake the room. That's weak bitch shit. I'm not letting no motherfucker come in my life and, and try to fucking dismantle. Now, it's different if it's just like a draining friendship where I'm like, oh, I'll be giving Keisha money every Friday. Yeah, honey, take my wallet. But if, if a nigga come in your life and sees that you have these solid relationships with your family members, with your homegirls, and, uh, and every time you turn around, all he's trying to do is push you apart from them or he's conjuring up stories and lies and schemes to make y'all be beefing or to make the relationship. Leave that nigga alone. He got an evil plan for you, bitch. And he don't want nobody you love close enough to you to put the pump the brakes on the shit. That's how I see it. If a man is gung-ho about separating you from the people that you love, moving you away, or, oh, I don't like her, or she a bad influence and all that, it's two things that be going on. <laughs> Never a little game for y'all. A couple things that could be going on. If you meet a nigga, or you with a nigga, you with your guy or whatever, and he always finding flaws in your friends. Every friend is a flaw. It's a flaw. Or or one particular friend is a flaw. It's a flaw. Oh, I don't like her. Or she did. He wants to fuck. If that friend never did anything directly to you, and your nigga is constantly bringing a bitch up in a bad light, he wants to fuck her. He wants to fuck her, and guilt's making him too, and she's always over your house because y'all so close, and his stinking ass can't stop picturing fucking her. So he wants y'all to not be friends so that he can fuck her. Or he wants to manipulate you. He wants to dog you, manipulate you, treat you like shit. 
but he knows that the friendship is so strong and y'all so close that anything that he does is eventually going to come to your ears and you're going to be able to say, girl, don't fuck with him. You're going to be able to, you're, you're a good friend. You loyal to the soil. So you're going to be able to see all his flaws. And because you see his flaws and he knows that because she done pillow talked and told her boyfriend certain shit. Oh yeah. Cause Sherry always tell me that he knows exactly your, your influence over her life. He know the power that you have over her and he don't want you to see the blitz coming and warn the bitch. He want to be able to still walk all over. And shout out to my sister. But, um, if you listen to my podcast, you heard the little episode I did with my sister. We need to do another. Anyway, what was I saying? Okay. So let's take my sister, for example. And I love my sister. If you listen again, if you listen to my podcast, you heard my epi with my sister, but my sister, a lot of times, um, a lot of times when my sister dates guys or whatever, they know that I'm like the tough, loud, um, alpha as far as between the two of us, right? They know that. So they pray against that and they try to like, they've, they use little tactics to like keep us from talking to each other all the time or like, I've had niggas even tell my sister, like, don't tell your sister. And I'm like, why wouldn't my fucking sister tell me that she talking to you? And especially niggas that I know socially and I know a little bit of their business or whatever. And they start taking a liking to my sister. They'll use, they'll say little shit like, oh, don't tell your sister. No, bitch. She is fucking telling me. She's telling me and I'm going to fuck you up. And that's just that. Because one thing about me, when, when I love you, especially my sister, like, is is not it's not it's no um limitations to what I'll do for my sister. It's no limitations to how deep our relationship is and like about my son, my daughter, my sister, I'm going to jail. I don't give a fuck. I'm taking your fucking head off. I whoop bitches ass our whole life. So when it comes to these niggas, like nigga, don't play with me and don't play with my fucking sister because I will fucking kill you if you play with my sister. But I'm saying all that to say, like niggas will use or try to use your your connections and your loyalty against you and, and, like, make you not be friends with people that you used to be in friends with, especially if they feel like their friend is going to peep the blitz and they feel like that their friend is going to stop you from being a fool. But still mind your fucking business. <laughs> still mind your business, okay? Before I get out of here, I wanted to make this other point, this point that has been driving me berserko. Um, I want you to always remember that anybody can switch up on you. We oftentimes start treating people as if they're our property. Like, we've been together five years. That's my man. Or that's my bitch. Or that's my this, my that. A person can love you one way. For a long time. Two years, three years, five years, ten years, eleven years, six months, eight months, twelve months, whatever. They can love you for a long time until they don't. And nobody is of obligation to love you forever. Nobody is at obligation to treat you a certain way forever. And I'm not saying that it's fair. It fucking sucks. It's a harsh reality with dealing with human beings we all have free will so that nigga could be the man of your dreams for five years and on the fifth year decide i don't want to be the man of this bitch dreams no more 
You know, that bitch could be the perfect bitch. Cook, clean, suck your dick, do all the tricks and trades, do all the fire shit that you want done. Love you, hold you, squeeze you tight, all of that shit. And on year fucking six, she just don't feel like it no more. And with that being said, we have to remember to bring it back to self-love. You have to love yourself. You have to honor yourself. You have to be so engulfed with you that no matter who walks in and out of your motherfucking life, you will be fine. I wish for everyone happiness. I wish for everyone love that doesn't have conditions. I wish for everyone whatever happily ever after it is you pray for at night, I'm going to double that. I'm going to double down with you. But always remember that as human beings, we have free will. Nobody is perfect. Most humans are very imperfect, have shortcomings like a motherfucker. But they have the choice every day to either wake up and do the same thing or to do something different. So never be surprised at a person's actions. I've been tricked by loyalty or thinking somebody loved me or thinking somebody cares a lot in my life. I will never do it again. I will never do it again. Um. So, yeah. With that being said, I love y'all, and um, I hope that this episode had enough informative things. Um, A couple minutes ago, my sound completely went out, so I'm going to try to add this excerpt ending. I'm going to try to add the ending to the rest of the episode and see how that works. Y'all know I'm not tech savvy, but I love y'all. Thank you for coming here when I record and coming here and listening to my life advice for you guys. Any questions, send them to the Comes Back to Love page. Um, yeah, I hope your weekend is as dope as mine. It's going to be Memorial Weekend. Be safe. Be careful. No matter what city or state that you're in, ladies, no matter your complexion, use your sunscreen. Bitches, hot outside. You know, forever young vibes. I love y'all and God bless.